on your favorite podcast is Jews, and you all know what it is as they ought. Um, this is our second episode, and today with me, I have a very interesting personality. <laughs> very, very interesting. And it might also interest you to know that today's episode is a true life story. I would not bring you fake. Trust me. So I have Adesiji Fumi with me. Hello. Hi. How are you doing today? Okay. I understand that for the past few days it's been very, 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 very rainy and cold. So how have you been coping? The weather has been so cold that I just have to stay in my room and stay warm. Stay warm. Exactly. That is the main, 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 main important thing to do you have to stay warm and you have to keep yourself from the cold so everybody listening to this understand that you have to keep yourself warm and you have to stay away from the cold <laughs> and please don't do anything drastic <laughs> all right so um today's topic we'll be talking about unplanned motherhood Ooh, interesting <laughs> and like i said before it's a true life story and at this age for me with me is going to be talking about how it was for her as you're a mother now now yes. <laughs> so she's a mom and she's still an undergraduate of a bafembi university in Oshun state nigeria <laughs> interesting so you know when we talk about unplanned motherhood you know we're talking about okay you didn't expect to be a mother all of a sudden boom the baby bump you're a mom how was it for you when you first noticed that I was going to be a mom? Okay, I was shocked. Mm. Like, it wasn't planned, but I have to live with it mm. and just let it be like that. Mm-mm. So with time, I get used to being a mother. Everything just happened like it was so sudden. Mm. I actually, I, d- I don't want to bring any form of prejudice on my on podcast. But, you know, in Nigeria, people always nod their heads to um, unplanned motherhood. Like, Oh, she's giving birth to a child. Is she married? Blah blah blah. And you know, many girls in because of that, many girls often resort to aborting the pregnancy. So, at what stage did you think that okay, I'm going to keep this baby? When I found out I was pregnant, I was two months pregnant, and I I went to do the test with my senior sister, and when she found out, she was like. Hope you know the father. That was the question she asked mm. me. And I'm like, ah, yeah, sure. Uh, mm. I only have a boyfriend. And okay. for sure, I know the father. Like, okay, let him know. Then when I let him know, I was like, okay, what do you want to do? And mm. next thing I'll just come to my guy, abortion, no. Mm. I'm mm. never going to abort. A baby for that matter, no, I'm not going to abort. Then I'm like, okay, we're going to keep it. And I'm like, are you sure? Mm. I said, yes, I'm very sure I'm going to keep it. Mm. They're like, okay. What are we going to do about your mom and stuff? I'm like, don't worry. My sister is like, don't worry. I'm going to sort that out. And with the help of my sister, everything with. Okay, so you are saying the fact that you had people around you that um understood you and supported you made yeah. it very easy for you. All. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, another thing I've been trying to ask is, you know, um the old education aspect. We've had people who drop out from school because of the new baby. Okay, first of all, how did the father take it? Mm. Hey. <laughs> it was very, very... How would I say it? He was surprised, like mm. shocked. He didn't say, no, not my child. No. I'm not the father. He didn't say Like that. how we see it in Nigerian movies. No, he didn't say that. Thank God, it's very understanding. 
since there is trust, then mm. in our relationship, I guess he mm, actually trust. trusts me mm-hmm. and knows, okay, this is my child. Child. And mm. he was like, okay, fine. This is my child and we're going to make everything go well. And everything's going to be fine. Mm. And it is, oh, thank God I actually stood by me when I was pregnant and he told me everything was going to be fine and we got everything was fine. Mm, we got everything. I like that statement. Okay, so finances and call your financial aspect. You know, bringing a baby is not being so like yes, pampas. There's um, you know, baby, you know, diapers. Let's say diapers. Let me not advertise pampas. There's baby diaper. There's baby food. Your baby has to, you know, look. Judging from how I saw your baby the last time, she looks very healthy. So definitely there is money. Ah. There is money. According to how we say it in Nigeria, oh, poor. Meaning it is plenty. So there is a lot of money. So how was it for you? Like, how was it? You know, it can be very, very creepy when you're like, how would I feed my baby? How would I give to my baby? I want my baby to have the best. And as a mother, I'm sure that would have been hard or something. Hmm. Zero financial stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me just say it's God because mm. my boyfriend is a student also. Mm-hmm. And you know, when he's a student, now you don't expect him to get a salary of um, from nowhere, salary that he's not working for. for and he cannot, he cannot just provide when I need it. There has to be timing and we have to plan well for mm. the old stuff. And thank God for my mom. Let me say my family in general and my boyfriend too. So he has tried a lot and he made sure that everything went on fire. And thank God to God and people I have around me mm. and my friends. Mm, interesting. Interesting. So the main, the main, the main topic actually that I want to ask you about is there are so many ladies out there that are at the verge of aborting their baby, not because of they have a financial problem, but because they are scared that they will be ashamed when they go back to school with a baby bump or with a newborn baby. So how was it for you? How did you cope? How, just give us a whole total narration of how it was for you when you got to school, when you got to OAU campus, and people saw you with Iri, your baby. How was it? Well, thank God for Corona. <laughs> if not for Corona, perhaps I would have come to school with me being pregnant. Mm, okay, yeah, the yeah, Corona period saved the baby period. bump. Yeah, mm. okay. <laughs> so the next thing people knew was that I came to school with the baby and they're like, oh, whose baby is this? And I'm like, oh, this is my baby. And they're like, ah, ah. When did mm. you give birth? When did you get pregnant? Mm. Some people do not believe me. Even till now, some people do not believe me. Like, they still do not believe, believe that, that I have a child now. Mm. But with your issue, and some people come that, ah, when did you get pregnant? Ah, ah. So you two, you are already doing it. Ah, ah. You two, you are, mm. they can even get pregnant. Ah, ah. You even keep baby. You even brought baby to school. Like, are you not ashamed that you are bringing a baby Prejudice. to school? Many people questioned me about my baby. And many mm. people were like, oh. Some even talk her behind me and be like, ah, this one even bought baby to school. Like, what's wrong with that? And mm. the other mm. the fact that I I have a baby and I feel like my baby is a good reason for me to be happy. Mm. And I'm very, I'm very, very happy with the fact that I kept my baby and she has been a means of happiness to me. That was a coping so, mechanism, right? I, that was just it for me. Mm. So, but given how during those times did you cry? because uh, <laughs> it's very emotional like when I was pregnant like people would be like at home my family would be like hope you're fine do you see why my family would ask me hope you're fine it's not because of I, I am pregnant mm. 
Mm-mm. They want to know I am fine just because of the baby and mm. they'll be like, hope you are fine, take your drugs, mm. do this, mm. it's very well. Mm. Something that they don't do normally. And normally. Like, mm. I just live my life normally and all of a sudden they're already pressurizing me on being fine. She gets something I feel like the only reason they're asking me that I'm fine is because of this baby and I guess I am not that important. There are Mm-mm. many times I'll just sit down and just reason the whole thing and I'll be like, oh God. What kind of life is this? And I'll just have to cry. Sometimes I'll call my boyfriend. We'll talk. It will be like, okay, I'm sorry and stuff. I'll mm. just cry. Sometimes I'll just, I don't know. Some things will just make me cry. I'll just be like, hey, why is this happening? But thank God I might have my baby and she's very, very fine now. Mm. And I was going to understand that during the time you brought your baby to school, it was an exam period. Yeah, that time mm. was very hectic. <laughs> like, hey. I have to take my baby to campus to do overnight mm. and thank God for my friends that have been there for me and they helped me with taking care of the baby stuff. Thank God for Vicky, Juliet, <laughs> they actually helped me taking care of the baby for me. Like I was not alone in school. It was mm. actually nice having friends like that. Mm. I just believe that a lot of things happen in life and Sometimes people would, I know some people would ask, okay, why is Jules bringing this to a podcast? Why is Jules talking about this? I'm talking about this because there are people who are in this situation. You don't have to only talk about what people want to hear. You have to talk about what most people want to hear. But there are people who are in their dark rooms and they need to know what to do. Oh, they, they found out that they are pregnant with a child. And then what do they do? They are, they are, they are. They are locked up with the emotions that, okay, should I keep this child? Or should I not keep this child? Whatever decision they make, I'm not judging, okay? But I'm just saying that they need to know that they are they can be aired. They need to know that they are not worse. Bringing a child to the world is even one of our primary assignments as humans. Yes. And how we do it is what matters. So do you think your baby girl is going to take most of the home training your mother gave to you? Or you are going to devise your own home training? <laughs> My mother's going to We're going to add everything together. Mixture. You blend it. Because <laughs> there are a lot of people out there that after giving birth, some mm. just abandon the baby and everything going to like not going to work mm. out for them. Seriously, I, I, there was a, a an incident that happened at my um um place of residence some um, years ago. My, I, I, I didn't witness it. I didn't witness it, but my mom did. I think she was going to church um, early in the morning to clean because she was part of the um, sanitary department. And then she said, on her way coming back from church, people gathered. What happened? There was a baby that a car had crushed. This was because the mother of the child abandoned the child by putting the baby on the roadside, close to the dump site. And I'm sure the car didn't know that there was a baby. No, babies are very small and almost unnoticeable sometimes when you drop them in the bed they look so small on the bed and then the car had crushed this baby had mashed this baby into a very small size like into like baby was looking mashed and the first question that came the first thing that came to my mind when i heard this was why give birth to a child if you're going to cause them this kind of pain you understand why abandon the child if you're going to after giving birth to the child so a lot of people are left with this should I own up that, oh, I have this baby and let this baby go? I know for you, you might have, I'm glad you had the support you had, your boyfriend, your mother, your sisters, and your family, your extended family also extended up to you. 
well, what is your advice? How can you talk to people who are in your, um, should I say, in the same, like, who feel the same way? I don't want to say in your shoes because it is not, <laughs> it is not a disease, you understand? It's not a predicament, you understand? So how can you talk to people who, okay, how can you make them feel that, ah, this is not the end of the world. You can always find joy or derive joy in children. The fact that you are pregnant, I think, okay, fine, I'm pregnant already, it has happened, it has happened, and you think like, okay, let me keep this baby, and you should think that this baby is a source of joy for you. Mm. Those just say, oh, I got pregnant out of wedlock, and all of a sudden, I have to keep a baby that I don't even want. No, it shouldn't be like that. Make sure that that child is a source of joy, no matter what you think of. Just make sure that, okay, this child, I have to take care of this child, I have to do everything, I have to try my best. I know it might be very, very hard because it was very hard for me to, to even just... Because the time I went to church and people were like, ah, this girl is pregnant. Mm. A lot of things. People even say to my face that... Judgmental. Ah. Some people ask me that, ah, so you are even following boy. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> but at least, the fact that I made up my mind that, okay, this is my baby and I'm going to keep my baby. You have to... I'm not saying that, ah, you are pregnant, the next thing for you is just keep the baby without not having plan. No. Mm-hmm. You might decide that, okay, I'm not ready for a baby and abort it, but um, abortion is not is not the right. No, it's actually illegal in Nigeria. You understand? Yeah, but it's not the right option. So people mm-hmm. might think, okay, abortion is right, but abortion is not the right option. Mm-hmm. Apart from the fact that it's illegal, it might affect, affect your health. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, might, you might have health issues later, even though you're happy with the fact that you don't have the baby anymore. You might have an issue later that you have to start <laughs> See, dealing with. You think they're happy? <laughs> exactly. But the fact that you have to keep this baby, make sure that you try your best. It might be very hard. You might be thinking, but just try and view your baby as a source of your choice. Joy. Always. And pray. Mm. Pray to God always to help you. Mm. That's just it. Mm. Okay. So with all this that you have said, mm. You have so many, many, many vital information. And I'm very happy. You know, the first thing I want to say is I I, I don't feel I don't feel what I'm saying is wrong. But if we look at we don't I don't want to look at this religiously. Mm-hmm. I want to look at this in just the normal way and the fact. Prevention or abstinence is the best. Yeah. But if you know that you don't want to abstain, be ready for your child. Yeah. And you should be ready for Obviously. what comes after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whoever is is ready, okay, okay, you don't want to abstain, you should be ready. And besides, there are other things you can do to prevent it from yeah. happening. Okay, the use of condoms are not only for preventing children, are also for preventing sexual diseases. Yeah. I'm not going to say do not do that that you think you want to do. Mm-mm. I'm not going to be that kind of person to tell you that. I feel you are. you can decipher what is best for you but yeah, still yeah. try to keep yourself safe your health is the first priority yeah. and then in case after it happens a baby comes up saying hello mommy <laughs> then you have to live with it you have to find other means by which you can survive so i'm really happy that you are here for today's episode i know it was when i told you you're going to be taking this episode i felt probably you might have felt that why is she telling me to take this episode or something but the fact that you were willing to willing to share your story with others or you are you are willing makes me very very happy and makes me feel that the world will become a better place if everyone tried to look at others like look out for others 
So I'm very happy that you are here. So there's nothing much that I want to say again since we are leaving. We are ending this episode now. But I want to let you know that the next episode is going to be something mind-blowing. I would always bring to you interesting, interesting stuff. You know what it is as it is hot. I'm not bringing you cold, cold stuff. I'm bringing as it is auto, you're getting it straight up. So thanks for being with Jules today. And with me at this CG Fumi, thanks for yeah. coming today. Thank so you. thank you very much. And you can always leave your comments and tell me how you feel or what you feel. And you can, in case you have questions for Fumi, you can ask. Thank you very much and have a very, very, very good day. One love. Love and light. Love and light, brothers. <laughs>